Hi, Dr. Eric Westman here with another episode of Learn with Dr. Westman. Today I'm going to talk about protein. How much protein do you need? Well, if you're learning about nutrition and, and following any sound nutritional program, you'll learn that protein comes first. So as a basic nutritional principle, you have to find some protein. Protein is what we're made of. The amino acids that are found in protein are broken down and then remade into protein in our bodies to create the, the structure, the functional enzymes and immune system. And, and so basically protein comes first. If you're so appetite suppressed, you don't want to eat anything. Let's say you're, you're on a keto diet or any type of diet. You're taking a medicine you don't want to eat. I recommend you eat some protein every day. We think that that's the healthiest way to lose weight or to even just exist. Some protein every day. Now, how much protein is, um, well, I can't tell you how much actually to have. Uh, I can give you a range. I can give you a, a, a minimum and, a, and I don't really know if I can give you a maximum. Uh, and then the major issues are what are you trying to accomplish? What are your, your activity levels? Do you have any other medical issues going on? So uh, to be able to say, have X amount of protein every day, I don't think that's nuanced enough to take into account everything we know about medical issues and human health. So as a basic, remember, you have to have some protein every day. Um, there are some textbooks, some, some uh, uh, pundits, influencers, and, and we do teach if you're going to take a test and pass a test for you know, obesity medicine or nutrition, the correct answer is somewhere between one gram per kilogram, 1.5 grams per kilogram, maybe two grams per, somewhere 1.5 gram per kilogram lean body mass of protein per day. Now, you could calculate this out. You could uh, have uh, apps to help you do this. You're gonna have to adjust it for your weight. And, and then if you're uh, overweight or heavy, you have to subtract out the, the fat mass to get your lean, estimated lean body mass. So you can see that, that there's a lot of fudging and, and uh, it's difficult to actually get a absolute amount to recommend per day. Thankfully, I think that a range of protein every day is fine. I, I think uh, historically there have been times when humans didn't eat the same amount every day, didn't have access to the food, didn't have access to, to uh, all of the other information. And you know, before there were any apps and before there were people recommending amounts of protein, People did pretty well when they ate when they were hungry. They had access to great healthy foods like fish and meat and poultry and eggs. So <laughs> um, I go back to the paper done by Gunther Bowden in 2005, where he put people onto a research ward, told them not to eat carbs, but to eat as much as you want of the non-carb containing food. So basically, there were the people on the ward had free access to proteins and fats in the foods that we typically see uh, in the U.S. today. So people had ad lib 
consumption of low carb foods without all of the sugars and all, and they had to be under 20 total carbs per day. And it was fascinating because people naturally reduced the amount they ate. Well, because they weren't eating carbs, they reduced the carbs, but they didn't increase the protein and fat to adjust for the carbs that they aren't or weren't eating any longer. What happened is the amount they ate matched the height and weight, the basically the individualization of the, the amount they needed. And it happened pretty fast. This was a two week study. And what happened is people ate less, they all lost weight, the blood sugars got better. And of course, this is a, a, a classic paper now, it was published in 2005, but it's required reading for those who are trying to learn about what happens on a low carb diet. And, uh, you know, just putting it all together, the, uh, I, I find people who worry excessively about how much they're eating, you know, when they're eating, all these different things, when, when if you just step back, stop eating these, these junk foods, and now even there are keto junk foods out there, don't, don't have them. It's the processed food industry that's coming out with these ketos, and no, don't have them, even though it says keto. I'll always look at the label for total carbs, uh, and this this is uh, just the general teaching that I that I do when you come to one of the programs that I teach. And you really don't have to worry about the amount of protein you're eating, the amount, the exact amount, as long as you have free access to meat, chicken, poultry, fish, shellfish, eggs, basically kind of a, a low carb keto list of real foods. Your body will figure it out how much protein it'll get for the test for the exam uh, if you're really really worried about this stay to 0.5 or 1 gram per kilogram if you're trying to lose weight per 1 gram per kilogram of lean body mass so you have to calculate out the the adipose mass the fat mass to get your estimated lean body mass in essence um, I, I, that's too much work for most of my patients. So I will just tell them to eat freely from these low carb, zero carb foods that are mainly protein and fat. So you'll get enough uh, to feel full and you'll get enough to replenish your body stores, make everything you need. Um, and that, that's for the general, for, uh, general principle for losing weight on a low carb keto diet. Now let's say you're, you're wanting to build muscle mass and you can build muscle mass while losing fat mass. These are two different compartments. The fat is the energy store and the protein and muscle mass is, is basically your strength and your functioning. So if you're doing resistance training and exercising while you're losing weight, you can actually build muscle mass, which doesn't compute to some people because they think of weight as just one uniform thing when really the weight in our bodies are, are it's partially fat, it's partially protein, it's partially water. And these different compartments can change. And that's why, again, we don't want you to obsess about a number on the scale because it doesn't tell you exactly which body compartment of weight is changing and one might go down while the other one's going up uh, at the same time so the total weight doesn't change at all. Um, so I guess uh, to, to wrap it up, um, I do want you to have protein every day. Uh, the prolonged fasting is not thought to be a generally healthy thing. Um, there are some people who kind of 
think it might be healthy. There are theoretical reasons, uh, but until we get clinical trials, clinical studies of a large number of people, you know, that would be, uh, you know, equivalent to approval of a drug, for example, thousands of people on the particular program looking at the body composition, I would still recommend having some protein every day. Now you can do a program with a, a, a trainer or a doctor and measure your own body mass, which really kind of is, is the best way to go about it if you're doing something that there isn't a whole lot of research behind, because you'll be able to measure yourself and to make sure that you're not getting any uh, adverse uh, things like losing muscle mass while you're losing weight. You want to sustain that just as much as you can. Um, now, if you're trying to uh, gain weight, you're trying to become a boxer. I, I just reviewed uh, Dr. Mike, and he is also a, a boxer, and he added protein shakes, whey protein. But his specific uh, uh, purpose was to try to really build up muscle mass to do pro boxing. And I, I suppose there's a role for that. It's not something I recommend in my clinical program, which focuses on reversing obesity and reversing diabetes. I hope that's helpful. Please uh, subscribe, uh, like, and look down uh, below uh, for my latest pamphlet on how to do keto. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell, and check out AdapterLifeAcademy.com.